We've been killing the game mm-hmm. in our lives. Oh my gosh. Just insane. Insane in the membrane. And yeah, we're getting it done. <laughs> we're getting it done. But yeah, so we manifested. We didn't actually, well, we half manifested this. Uh, yeah, we totally I would say manifested. We manifested this. Um, Constellation Cannabis. Yeah, Constellation Cannabis is a great freaking company. Mm-hmm. We love them. We've shouted them out. Multiple times. Yeah, on Instagram, on our Instagram story. I wish I had a Constellation Canvas joint. I know, I wish I, I had one too. You know, I was at High End today, before recording here, and I was like, I, sh- I feel like I should get a Constellation Cannabis joint. I didn't. I got, um, we're going to smoke a diamond tip instead. It's a gold leaf and polar extract. Which is another fabulous joint. Yeah. Uh, peppermint and thin mint cookies, but that's irrelevant right now, right? Because sweet, the sweet ladies at Constellation Cannabis, whom we love so much and really enjoy smoking their delightful pre rolls, solventless infused greatness. Anyway, they sent us a box. A box. We're gonna open the box. Let's see what's inside. Do you want to light? Do you want to open the box? I'll light the joint. Okay, you light the joint. I'm you the you are the one who got this whole thing started, so you open the box. Yeah. Tell True. us how did you so how did this whole thing start with Constellation Cannabis? So I went to High End one day after work and met Aaron there. That's High End Marketplace in Vancouver, Washington. Um, I met Aaron, the vendor girl, vendor gal, and I don't know, we just started chit-chatting and we connected and she was telling me about Constellation Cannabis and how it's solventless, infused, hash infused, and ice and words that I'm not really <laughs> sure what they are, which is why I started a cannabis podcast, but <clears throat> she was telling me about how they're a woman-owned company and they're like... The packaging is really cool. It was it's cardboard and like recyclable. Yeah, all of these things, all these things that I support. So I bought some things, bought some joints. I'm trying to do the <laughs> Bought some joints. Really enjoyed them, and shouted them out a bunch on our Instagram stories. You guys probably remember if you follow us on yeah. Instagram at ChronicAls420. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you were just raving about them for like two two weeks. Yeah, like that banana banana OG banana face banana Kush banana Kush. I don't know. It made me so giggly. It was so good. Anyway, shouted them out, and then we got in contact with them to try and connect with podcast stuff. Yeah, we would really love to have which, them. Yeah, it's in the works. It's in the works. Don't you worry. It's in the works. You'll yeah. Um, and then they asked us what our address was because they wanted to send us some stuff, and we sent it to them. And then we go to record this intro and the FedEx truck show. Yeah. And I, earlier that day, I was like, "Oh man, I can't wait to get that Constellation Cannabis box." And then the FedEx person comes, and this is from Constellation Cannabis. Yay! So, so we're here opening the box with you. First thing I see is some fancy glitter paper. So glitter I'm sold. paper. Thank you, ladies. If Let that's all that were in the box, I'd be honored. I think it's yeah. Anyway, 
Oh, yeah. Let's videotape this also right. for commemorative sake. Okay. Lots of things are happening right here on this podcast. Smoking weed, there's videos, we're opening a box. <laughs> so excited. So excited. So excited. <laughs> okay, so there's, ooh, fun uh, glitter paper, mm-hmm. a nice constellation sticker. <laughs> know us we are such astrology nerds anyway yeah so constellation cannabis just like connects with our soul yeah so which is probably why we like them on like extra like extra it's like on an astral level yeah (laughs) so cosmically we love you Uh thank you so much for sending us this stuff wow we will wear it with pride oh my gosh and also the shirts are like super super soft yeah that's a Beautiful quality. Alternative. Oh, I love it. Alternative. Well, thanks again, Constellation Cannabis. We love you. We love you so much. So much. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Cool. Okay, we're shutting off the camera. How exciting. Wow. Wow, that's super cool. That's so nice. All right. Oh, I can't wait to wear it. What? Oh, can we do something? Where can we go? (laughs) Where can we go and wear a shirt? Literally outside. (laughs) Cool. We'll get there. All right. So sweet. How exciting and fun is that? So fun. I love getting. I get. I'm. I'm so so blessed. Team Constellation Cannabis. Oh, what a cool my logo. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys. Again, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. You're going to see pictures of these shirts. Yeah. They're adorable. But cool. Episode five. Episode five. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Why we're really here. Yeah, you're right. We are here to talk intro to episode five. Oh, you're just so cute in your shirt. <laughs> Thanks. I feel cute. Okay, so switching gears, we talked to Tara Pitchford. Tara Pitchford. She is awesome. Know that name. She's so inspiring. She's inspiring. She's if she, she is going to make a name for herself in the cannabis industry. I know 100%. it for sure. She is involved in cannabis activism, so she, and she has a strong um, she's a strong involvement in the local politics here in Clark County. Uh, to and in specifically the cannabis space, trying to get the moratorium mm-hmm. lifted. She was there at the very beginning of legalization in mm-hmm. Washington State. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she about that. has super good insight. She's a can of mom. She's a can of friend. Can of sister. Can of sister. So, <laughs> sister. Yeah, she's been one of friend of ours for a while. Of ours for forever. Yeah, she's great. She also works at a producer processor, mm-hmm. Land Race Labs, mm-hmm. and they um, they make some really cool uh, different kinds of what's it for concentrates. Concentrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Their process is like a they do a raw terpene extract in their high t- what HTFSE cartridges, high terpene full spectrum extract cartridges. 
So normally with a cartridge, what happens when you process the oils, like you take out the terpenes and then add them back in later once the THC has been extracted. Mm. And that's how you can get the strongest amount of THC and then also get the flavor from the terpenes is by adding it back later. Uh, Land Race Labs method does not remove the terpenes. So you still mm. get, it tastes like the actual flower. Cool. The terpenes were never removed. That's cool. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. Nice. It's the, yeah. like, where's my bike strain? Yeah. It's sauce nice box. Sauce, sauce box. box. Not sauce box. Sauce box. <laughs> cool. Yeah, this episode's fun. We have a dessert array of weed to smoke. Again. Yeah. So gather your weeds. You're smoking utensils. Smoking utensils. <laughs> Smoke along. Yeah. I'm like super stoned off of this. I am too. We're almost We're like it. almost done. My voice is also uh, dying. <clears throat> but it's fine. Let's get to the episode. See you on the other side. Bye. Deuces. Hey. Hey. Welcome to Chronic Gals. I'm Riley. And I'm Ashleen. And we're here with Miss Tara Pitchford. Mrs. Tara Pitchford. Hey. How's it going, guys? Welcome. Hey. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me over. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. You're so so close. You're a neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was really easy. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, So, Tara works for a producer processor? Processor. Producer processor. Producer processor um, called Land Race Labs. Yeah. And um, she also does a lot of work with, like, politics in the local cannabis community and um, a little bit of work, like, within the industry as well. So, we are excited to talk to Tara today. Yes. Talk to Tara. Well, before we get too deep into Tara's business, let's... (laughs) Just kidding, we're not getting too deep. Let's talk about what we're smoking today. (laughs) Um, Ashley, tell us about this cool thing in this nice jar. So I have a cool thing in a little jar here, a little glass dupe tube called a Cocoa Blunt by Flight 9. Um, It is a one gram blunt wrapped in cocoa leaf. Cacao leaf, not not cocoa like cocaine, but cocoa like chocolate. That is so cool. (laughs) Yeah, and it has like this beautiful wax top. Um, Vanilla Kush is the strain. Nice. So we're gonna give this a a try. That's exciting. Um, I've heard of hemp hemp blunts, regular blunts, palm blunts, rose petal blunts, rose petal blunts. Now we got a cocoa blunt. Nice. I'm excited to see what it tastes like. I know. Yeah. And vanilla kush. Like, I wonder if we'll be able to actually taste some, like... (gasps) Ooh, is it going to be, like, chocolatey? Right, like, swirl ice cream. Like a cookie. Last time we hung out, we smoked the palm leaf one. Yeah. 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 I like that one because it wasn't, like, too overpowering. Mm -hmm. It had, like, a light flavor, so you could really... Yeah. Actually, it's face. It smells like a Tootsie Roll. Oh, wow. It looks like a Tootsie Roll. It does. It looks like a long, one of the long, skinny Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) That's crazy. Damn. I'm excited. Oh, that was a good idea. Right? I just tried to, like, take a puff out of it before it was. We learned this. We learned this from Gareth. 
from High End Marketplace. High End Marketplace. Oh. He told us a trick where if you puff on the joint before you light it, you get like a, like a primer of terpenes in your mouth. Oh, really? So you can taste it. It's like sniffing a beer before you drink your beer. And then when you go to smoke it, you can taste them more fully yeah. the entire time instead of like it just kind of turning that was super chocolatey what's that, that was so chocolatey, chocolatey. profile that's crazy thanks Garrett yeah. yeah information that keeps on giving wow <laughs> okay I'm excited here we go Let here we go. go while we smoke this and talk to Tara I'm also gonna roll a I got picked up some lemon meringue from Freddy's Fuego from uh where did I go the herb <laughs> It's been a long day. My brain isn't really working. But it, I opened it, and I guess we're going on, like, a dessert train. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. This is, like, nice and lemony and sweet. So we'll start our, our dessert mm. buffet with chocolate. A little lemon meringue and you remember you got me birthday cake for my birthday? Yeah. <laughs> and it's my birthday next week, so I also brought a birthday cake. Oh nice. nice. Oh, I have some birthday. wedding yeah. cake too. Oh gosh. So we really can do a whole dessert yeah. thing. No calories. We did all gelato that one episode. Now mm-hmm. we're all just now open we're desserts. Hey, we're on theme. Oh my gosh, this lemon meringue smells so good. Question, when you guys are doing like a roto, mm-hmm. how does it work? Puff, puff, pass, right? Yeah. You do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'm going to like puff until you're satisfied, but don't be a camper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. way better. But puff, puff, pass is just yeah, that's cleaner, tenses. easier. Yeah. Well, cool. So that's a really delicious, tasty chocolate one, actually. That's fascinating. It's not what I was expecting at all. No. Mm -hmm. It's burning really smoothly, too. Like, really slow, like a cigar. So maybe we should put the same strain in different wraps and try and, like, different so it's, like, level. We were just, we were talking about that. (laughs) So, yeah, we're doing it. It's got to be a thing. Yeah, that smokes like a cigar. I feel like... You probably couldn't do this, but I feel like you could totally take this to, like, McMinimins at Edgefield, you know, where you can, like, smoke cigars. <laughs> yeah. Outside. Like, not that we would condone smoking in public. We're not no. condoning no. smoking in public business. at all. But I feel like you could totally <laughs> take this out there and um, smoke yeah. it with other people smoking cigars. Like, it yeah. tastes like a cigar. It, it kind of yeah, smells like a like cigar. Yeah, sure. it's not overwhelmingly weedy unless it's just, like, my normal weed tolerance completely masking it, but it yeah, smells... It. it smells more cigar-y than a regular boy. You have to test Plenty. it around somebody who doesn't normally smoke it. Yeah. Like, what do they call it? The Fubri's commercials? They call it being nose blind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm told to nose blind, too. Are you? Um, cannabis, yeah. Me oh, too. Yeah. So I broke my hand and I had to hire some, like, housekeeper Keepers to oh. like help out with some stuff because it's just like oh. difficult to do everything. Yeah, and I was like, when they got there, I said, full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> like it definitely smells like weed in here. Yeah. Don't be alarmed. Like, yeah, but that's kind of the thing. Is like you kind of have to do that. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, like, the industry. Yeah, illegal and yeah, yeah. The culture shift. We're in this like, is it okay? But is it okay? 
okay, but Coming it's out. not okay, but yeah. we're gonna pretend it like it's okay, but... Coming out of the canvas closet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you want my business, you will work around right. my bulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, um, I mean, let's get into it a little bit. Tara, can you tell us let's how you, um, kind of, how you started with cannabis? When did cannabis come into your life? When did cannabis come Okay, so, like, when I... My first memories of cannabis was, like, taking the D.A.R.E. classes as a kid, right? And then I remember, like, um, finding a pipe like, at a park when I was a kid. And then mm-hmm. being pipe like, at the park. ah, what are we going to do? We're going to go to jail, you know? Right. Like, I have possession of something. Like, right. You know, I didn't touch it, of course. Like, I told my parents and everything. But, like, yeah, that was the first... You know, I just remember there being a lot of anxiety and a lot of negativity associated with because of dare because you like yeah felt like dare was teaching you to be scared and i grew up in a much more conservative area also Mm -hmm. in eastern washington and like um, a rural area where different you know people have different opinions and perspectives even across the state of washington Mm -hmm. oh for sure oh my gosh even in vancouver right like it like yeah it's just between the city of Vancouver and the county of Clark. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So many. But um, after that, you know, I, I was introduced to it later on um, by Bob Reberry. And I, like, you know, I was a teenager and I found my stepdad's stash. Oh. And I remember just, like, that anxiety following me and just thinking, like, okay, you know, like, he's going to go to jail. And I have to call the police now. And oh, I have to, like, find a place for my little sister to live. And oh. just go straight to the worst, you yeah, know? of course. And, um, I, of course, there were some conversations with my parents after that incident and uh, as I grew up and started to become a young adult um, I was in college at Clark College and lived in a house downtown Clark the college <laughs> I lived in a house downtown. downtown. The county of Claude. <laughs> the college of Claude. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. we lived in this house. It wasn't very far from Clark, just uh-huh. down in downtown Alpha Grand um, in Vancouver. And had some roommates. A couple of us were in school. Um, you know, just young, young adults. And uh, I was home doing my homework one night. And a gang broke into our house. What? What? They were at the wrong place or had a misunderstanding. Oh, what the fuck? And I know. There was like a few of the roommates home and stuff. They held us hostage <gasps> in the house. What, uh, what the they, fuck? It was scary. It, I was, ow, it was, it was 2008. So I was like 20 years old. Oh, oh and, my Um It was really, you know, that in itself was traumatizing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it felt like they were there and holding a sausage in the house for hours. Yeah. Probably like 12 minutes or something. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Like, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. But still, those well, are the longest 12 minutes of your freaking life. They were all really upset because for some reason they thought that there was a load of pot in our house and we were kind of just like, you know, one of the roommates had like, as we called it back then, a 10 sack. Yeah. And uh, we were just like, that's all we got, man. <laughs> this is not anything that you think is going on here. Wow. And so they were real angry. Um, but the, the most impactful part of that whole situation actually was after, you know, luckily, um, you know, they ended up leaving um, thanks to bravery on behalf of one of my roommates, actually. But um, 
the police came. I called the police immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, my house just got broken yeah. into. I was held hostage in here, duct taped. <laughs> this guy had a crowbar and, like, what? box knives. Like, it was intense, right? Oh, and so my then, God. Um, the oh police show up, six or seven police cars, and, um, you know, it just, it was, they split us all apart, started interrogating us, um, treated us all like the criminals. The police treated you guys like the criminals? Yeah, because Fuck they the police. just oh assumed. They either assumed because they had a ten tag of cannabis, right? Well, the guy, the the burglars or robbers, I guess, because burglars when you're not home. Yeah, um, the criminals. They came in. They didn't even when they left. They left in a hurry, and so they accidentally left the ten sack that they. Oh, you know, came thanks, guys. So it was thanks. there, like you know, in on the on the front steps of the house or something. Yeah. When the police came in, they're like, "What is this going on?" And they, obviously, they did. You know, they they were probably envisioning these people like running off with huge garbage bags of weed and dropping one nut. On yeah, the porch, you know? but that wasn't what. That was literally all that there was, and. <sighs> Um, it was just wow. it was intense to be interrogated they didn't wow. um, you know as far as I know nobody ever investigated it or held anybody responsible um, and so I just, yeah, yeah that's when I knew that something needed to change because I thought back to um, you know my stepdad whose stash I'd found and he took care of me growing up and he's a man that I love and care about and I know that he uses still to this day cannabis as medicine and so I knew that it wasn't a bad thing like these right. officers in my house were like making me feel and yeah um, it was yeah it was uh, eye opening and so it wasn't long after that that I started trying to get into um, touch with like the normal associations were mm-hmm. kind of sort of the first ones around the um, Bless you. the people that started Hemp Fest up in uh, Seattle too cool. um, but a lot of us um, got signatures for uh, an initiative to the legislature to uh, or to the people initiative to the people to vote on legalization the first one didn't get enough signatures and it failed but then initiative 502 got Yay. enough signatures went to a vote of the people and passed. So, uh, and I was back in uh, 2012. Wow. So you've been a part of cannabis legalization. The movement. And the prohibition of cannabis since the beginning. Well, since 2008. The beginning of Washington. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Uh, That is so cool. I mean, it's me. I don't deserve, like, all the credit for doing everything. But you... There's, like, an effort by so many people. Yeah. Yeah. But, I I mean, I I definitely was around then doing what I thought was my part. And as, over the years, my role has sort of shifted. And it was just recently, um, within the last year or so, that I started actually working and having my career career-based in the industry, I sort of got to marry my passion and, um, you know, my professional lives, and so that's been uh, a huge blessing. I've really been enjoying that so far, but I just, I'm looking forward to continuing to see where this crazy path takes us. Totally. Things change and expand just constantly. And that's one of the wild things about being a part of this industry while it's so young Mm -hmm. is that we can literally do anything we want. We can shape it the way we want to shape it. We can do anything we want. We just have to figure out how to do it and how to, you know, convince enough people that... It is, you know, worth doing. Idea, right? But there's so many ways to get involved. (coughs) 
Nazi. But that's all you got. You just have to get involved. You just you have to step yeah, up and, and don't act. scare people away by saying you have to get involved because right. just the, the littlest thing that you can do to be involved is register to vote and turn in your ballot. Mm -hmm. Um, And luckily, there are organizations that are out there um, that are you know, rooted in different value systems that if you don't have the time to research all of the candidates um, and figure out who you want to vote for yourself, then you can go to an agency or an organization that you know supports the values that you support. And they all often do sort of like endorsement lists or folks that they recommend. Mm-hmm. And so that can make it easier. Yeah, for people to, um, like the, the Cannabis Alliance, um, Landrace, we're a member of that organization, and they do um, candidate endorsements every year. Um, I worked with them, and one of the um, uh, folks from the Cannabis Alliance, we worked together on a, a forum for candidates based in Southwest Washington last election cycle in November, and it was really interesting um, to hear some of the answers from folks who I otherwise support um, in different parts of my value system, but Mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe we didn't agree on cannabis um, and vice versa, too. So um, cannabis is a bipartisan issue. It's definitely um, weighted in one party, but um, equally there's some significant support on both sides Mm -hmm. of the, the aisle. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's really important for us just to talk about things and keep things moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Uh, That's so cool. Cool. <laughs> um, that. that blood might be getting towards the end of the crutch. I think is it? Is I, there, where's the crutch? I think it might be right there. Oh, right? It doesn't feel like any more grass, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, it almost feels like there's like an empty area between the crutch and... Right. How many stoners does it take to tell when the blood is? I think I'll probably (laughs) wouldn't want to waste any of it, so we'll just tear it open and we're thirsty. I just want more in there. We can put it in the box. Oh, there's totally more in there. Oh, shit. But we're... It's, you know, it's out. It's out. (laughs) It's canceled. We got another one. I rolled the lemon meringue while you were... Oh, thank you. We were chit-chatting. Cool. And I'm going to light it. Because it's been a long day and I want to get really happy. (laughs) Freaking ladies. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for putting in the work and being involved because... A lot of us don't know how or can't for whatever reason. It's really intimidating, you know, um, and I'm, I could have gotten involved long before I actually did. Um, and there's somebody close to me once gave me an analogy that I really liked that is that uh, participating in public service and um, the process of governance is like a seven layer salad. And there are different <laughs> layers of the salad, and it wouldn't be a seven-layer salad if there weren't seven. And so um, each of those, you know, layers, be it a layer that's candidate and you run for office or somebody who offers financial support or somebody who votes, um, you know, there's there's a lot of different layers that are all important that together, you know, equally make up. I like that. The process. So don't feel intimidated that you have to take up 
any more than just the layer you're willing to give. Um, and so it can be as something as, as I love that as registering your mom and making sure she turns in her ballot mm-hmm. if you're already registered to vote. Those those little sort of steps can really come along with it. One of the campaigns um, that I worked on recently, this last election cycle, um, was for the Clark County chair position. Um, and for reference, um, the current chair who was in place before and is, is the chair now, um, or she was on the council before and she's the chair now, she's been one of the biggest opponents to cannabis mm-hmm. in this area. And uh, I worked really closely with Eric on um, Eric Holt on his campaign for Clark County Council chair last cycle. And after election day, on election night, he was winning the election. And as ballots came in and they were counted um, slowly, he came up 952 votes behind um, chair choiring. And so every vote matters. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was uh, a lot of work on behalf of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so just, you know, to think that less than a thousand votes that things could be that different. Yeah. So don't hold back. Yeah. Vote. <laughs> yeah. Vote. That's my hardest thing. I always forget to turn my ballot in. And I know that that's bad. And I look at my ballot, I'm like, oh, yeah. I forgot again. You can, and that's I why can't you forget. have people like me who will yeah. post on every social media account. Yeah. I can on election day and remind you. But <clears throat> one of the new things that passed, I think it was 2018 legislature, um, was the a voting act that made postage free for yes. oh, yeah. ballots. So yeah. you don't have to pay for the postage. So you're like, oh, that's really scared. cool. Just throw it in the mailbox mm-hmm. anyway. The thing with the postmark, it has to be postmarked by, by election yeah. day. So if it's day of, then you probably want to go to one of the drop boxes, which they have on the county website yeah. and they're, you know, throughout the throughout Clark County, but or wherever you're at in, mm-hmm. in Washington. But um, other than that, you can just throw it in the mailbox. Makes it yeah. so much easier. Right. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Vote. Oh, people vote. vote. People. Yeah. We need your vote. <laughs> <laughs> I remember screaming at Evan a, a couple of years ago, our little brother. Vote with your dollar. I don't know why that made me think of that moment, but. <laughs> but that's actually another really good way to do your part. That You're already spending money. Spend your money in places that are in companies that you believe in, that you can stand by their values. Yeah. You know, choose small businesses that are that are doing mindful things. That is putting yeah. money back into your community. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Allergies are real. <laughs> you sneezing again. Stuck in your nose. Um, so, on a day-to-day level, how has cannabis influenced your life? Obviously, it's a huge part of your life. I mean, your career is based in it. A lot of your you know project work is based in it too. But yeah. on a day-to-day, how does how, what is your relationship with cannabis? So, I would say like throughout my adult life that I sort of went in phases of smoking and not smoking, like, for years at a time. Um, But since legalization, um, then I feel like we've been able to experiment and feel more comfortable exploring how our bodies interact with certain strains and terpenes and cannabinoids. And um, I'm at the point that I use cannabis every day because I know 
the types of products and the limits of products and the dosages of products that I need to, uh, you know, meet the the different needs that arise that one could use canvas for, right? right? Yeah. So uh, I'm my relationship with cannabis is becoming increasingly intimate. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Saucy. It is increasingly intimate. Mm-hmm. As you get to know yourself reacting with the way cannabis makes you feel, mm-hmm. you're it's like bonus points because you're thinking about yourself. Yeah. Which is what you should do. You're like taking notice of exactly what you're feeling. Exactly. Yeah. So you can make the right choices. You can be empowered to feel the way that you want to feel. And you can be productive and get your shit done. So you can't get, you don't get bogged down by, uh, by your depression or like, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can get lifted up and get your shit done. Mm So the stress of all of the overwhelmingness of all of the things <laughs> that you have to do doesn't feel quite as heavy anymore. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they, they're just coming out with studies about the surprisingly high number of people who use cannabis to work out. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's so many different uses for it. It's not just... I think that sometimes when I tell people that I'm oh. a cannabis activist, you know, the... <laughs> right. But it's an oxymoron. <laughs> you're not yeah. active. You're just watching Netflix. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> like that's funny. No, I'm actually like helping to run a company and yeah. raising young children and trying to do community service. You know, while trying to maintain self care and all of those other things. But right. um, yeah, I where I was going with that, I guess, is just that. It helps with everything. Yeah. We're doing, yeah. we're doing yeah. it all. Yeah. And we're doing it stoned. And we're doing it stoned. Because it's helping us getting get it done, you know? That's great. Yeah. I know. I'm high now. <laughs> I know. We're all pretty My stoned. sentences are making <laughs> No, I think that you're doing great. Yeah. But talking about um, the fact that I'm a mom... Mm-hmm. Um, Ashlyn's mom. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Uh, I'm a dog mom. So. Happy Mother's Day, by the way, you two. Oh, thank, thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. This is your first Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was I, pregnant for the last Mother's Day. Yeah, I feel like that counts too. It has its own second. Like, we did. We celebrated. Yeah. We did celebrate when I was pregnant. Yeah. For sure. But now it's I'm actually time. like she's here. I get to squeeze her. Oh, her my I, I'm, I know that she isn't here right now. No. It'd be nice to see her soon. <laughs> Anywho. We actually walked past your house this morning um, on our walk with oh, really? the stroller and I thought about coming up. Tara's like literally never walked by <laughs> Always not. <laughs> yeah, every single time. I don't care what time it is. Even if I was asleep and running my car, it's probably way too be like, Ash is Well, anywho, um, the, the children thing mm-hmm. is what I was referencing. Yeah. So my kids are, you know, still young. They're four and six mm-hmm. right now. And so my six-year-old's in kindergarten. It's his first, like, public school experience. And so and we're starting to get to the age where we need to have more conversations about what mommy and daddy do for work Mm -hmm. and what you know the vases that are sitting on the table in the den are and stuff like that and um, I'm really trying to make a conscious effort 
to listen to other moms that have been through it and hear like different perspectives because it's something that is really important for me to yeah try to get right um and so one of the things that i saw recently also was a survey that they do in washington that says uh, are they survey kids in school in washington about drug use, including cannabis, which is its own category now since mm-hmm. legalization, which is good. Um, but the most important thing that adults can do to help their kids to not try cannabis mm-hmm. is to just talk to them about it. <laughs> seems like maybe one time even would yeah. meet the criteria yeah. at least to begin That's the conversation. Easy. But uh, I think that that it's showing that folks um, who just avoid the subject and pretend it doesn't exist and it's not there, um, mm-hmm. that they're at the highest risk for perpetuating falsehoods. Yeah. Well, so, are these sur- sorry? No, are these go ahead. surveys basically saying that as as kids' parents are becoming more open about it, they're less interested in trying it? Yeah. More or less? What's also really interesting is that um, the same group of kids in the same survey said um, over the years that they see cannabis as less risky than Mm -hmm. they did in the past. So they're seeing that maybe the things that kids that when we went to school were being Uh taught in their education where there's a nug of weed next to you know a needle and some pills uh, and that's not how it's um, you know supposed to be obviously Um, but kids are seeing that it you know, the truth about cannabis, Mm -hmm. um, even, and seeing their parents use it or their grandparents use it. And they know, for the most part, that it's not for them. Mm -hmm. And kids are using it less. Mm -hmm. Even here in Clark County, Mm -hmm. like, the children that are surveyed in our area are using it less. They're seeing it as safer and still trying it less. That's cool. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, so it's just really just talking about it and having that open conversation of like, this is cannabis, it's a plant, it's a medicine. Yeah. And I attribute a lot of it to um, how well the stores in Clark County and in Washington do at making sure to um, sell to people who are of age Mm -hmm. um, because we do have some high regulation in that area in comparison. Uh, And that that shows with the results of the survey. But Mm -hmm. when when they asked the kids what was, you know, the most impactful thing for them, they said, you know, talking talking about that's cool nice I mean I feel I feel like that's the common theme with all of these quote unquote vices I mean sex drugs cigarettes cannabis yeah talk with your kids about it and just be open about what things are Mm -hmm. just be European yeah or they're just you know sex is no big deal drinking wine is no big deal this is like a super broad it's a free for all yeah generalizations but you know like just it's 
not that big of a deal. Yeah. You don't if you don't make it a big ooh, you can't know what this is. Right. That's gonna make kids wanna know what it is and find out through the wrong channels. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, talk about it. Educate yourself if you don't know. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> I'm thinking this I'm this far into it probably like it's a little bit. Well, we can make this a commercial now. <laughs> a commercial for our own, for our own podcast. podcast within our podcast. <laughs> um, so you also, you recently had a bowling event for... Um, so fun. Southwest I didn't Washington. have a bowling event. There was a bowling event okay. that several people <laughs> talked about. Possibly, you know. I was invited to Tara's bowling. Yes. Okay, so I guess. And she was the one that organized it. it. The whole thing. So Tara organized this bowling event for Southwest Washington cannabis industry employees. Tell us about why you wanted to do that. So, I think that it's important for folks who work in the cannabis industry that work and live in Southwest Washington um, have a sort of community that's established amongst producer processors Mm -hmm. and bud tenders and store owners and the ancillary businesses and whatnot um, because there's a lot that happens up in the sound focused around the capital and Olympia Mm -hmm. and the Seattle area and uh, sometimes we're left out of conversations Mm -hmm. and there are some pretty rad people that live in Vancouver and Ridgefield and Camas and Bacon's Buds is out in Washougal and I I mean I shouldn't call anybody out specifically (laughs) but you know in the different stretches of our little neck of the woods yeah we have a lot of of space I just wanted to see if we could open up a a space and a conversation for us just to meet each other Mm -hmm. in a an informal mm-hmm. place, and I thought that it was okay. I think there was I, I met someone who I'd never met before. Yeah, and that was people really came, cool. and yeah. so was um, it was a first a first step. And I hope that we continue to um, remain connected and expand and let other people know that. Um, Working in the cannabis industry, I found... I worked in a few industries, <laughs> um, and it's unlike any of the other ones because there's just such a sense of community that everybody has mm-hmm. for each other. Um, you know, people who are competitors that you meet, and you're just like, I love your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's great what you guys are doing. I've heard your story, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, as in indus- any industry, there are some bad eggs. Mm-hmm. But uh, for for the most part, what I've seen is that we're all under a lot of pressure, and we were all taking a lot of risk mm-hmm. um, still. And so there's a, a big level of camaraderie mm-hmm. that exists in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to try to create. A space for that to flourish in our neck of the woods. I love that, I and mean, yeah. it's it's so important because you're right. There is so much focus on Seattle, Olympia, Tacoma, and even Spokane. Spokane, Spokane yeah. gets a lot of love because they have a lot of really huge processors out there. Mm-hmm. But we have a huge chunk of the business of the state of Washington here in Clark County, yeah. Southwest Washington. 
And um, if we're not talking to each other, if the actual in- industry people are not talking to each other, how can we make this grow in a way that works for everybody? Right, right. Um, and one of the things that working with other folks in the industry has um, benefited lately is folks coming together to lobby the Clark County Council to lift the moratorium uh, on cannabis in unincorporated portions of the county. So um, for people, I think, you, I know you guys know about it, but for people who don't know mm-hmm. how it works in Clark County right now is that the city of Vancouver has, um, you know, adopted policies to allow the sale of cannabis within the city limits but there's a moratorium um, at the county level so that means that places that are outside of any of the city limits but are still located in the county a lot of the rural areas um, the they don't allow for any shops or farms theoretically mm-hmm. to be out there mm-hmm. um, and there have been people who've operated in that space but and they have their their struggles they're dealing with but for the most part um, people are just not opening up and whatnot but uh, that translates to a lot of problems like patients that need access to their medicine that right. have mm-hmm. to travel across town and workers who are in the industry who have to you know make similar commutes for, for things yeah. um, it also you know has a, a shift in the market there's a lot of people who own those licenses who participated in the lottery to join the cannabis business with business plan in mind that they might have invested their life savings in mm-hmm. that um, because that moratorium has existed for you know how many years now seven yeah. that they haven't been able to start their business and they've been losing money because in order to keep their application open they still have to have a right. space mm-hmm. and in order to have a space you have to have security cameras running at all times yep. you know, money and there's electricity even if there's running. nothing inside yeah so the, there's a lot of room for the regulation um, to be changed but um, what we have right now is what we have to deal with and there's been a lot of effort to um, work together to have the moratorium lifted and I am hopeful that it might happen this year. It does seem like the winds are blowing that way. That's why you gotta vote. The county has had two separate work sessions Mm -hmm. regarding the issue this year. Um, One of them was in relation to just the moratorium in general. The second was more of a specific drill down into the planning and zoning portion of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the county has a planning commission that reviews those sort of things uh, and I believe that the item has been referred to them uh, to undergo review. Uh, And if it is on the agenda and there's a vote on it, it has the potential um, to go in favor of the cannabis industry and lifting the moratorium. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I would encourage anybody that's listening to this that lives in Clark County to reach out to the Clark County Council members. Um, If you go to the website clark.wa.gov and you click on the council, it has all of their email addresses um, and you can just send a group email. Yeah, we're going to get on that. all five of them. Links Um, in the show notes, people. Yeah, (laughs) and some things for, for people who haven't been involved before. 
I'm camping. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we sparked a birthday cake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for people who haven't done anything to participate like that before, just speak openly and honestly. Be respectful. Um, the being grumpy and saying hurtful things or rude things isn't going to get you anywhere with many legislators yeah. <laughs> uh, at any level. So um, just tell your story uh, and tell your or share, share your opinion on the issue and hopefully we can um, sway the right minds to get the votes to move us forward in this area and, and continue to grow the industry. Cool. Let's do it. I'll send an email. Let's all send an email. Let us know that you did. Leave a comment. Yeah. On Instagram or something. Chronicals at gmail.com. Talk to us. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Tara, Miss Tara, Mrs. Tara Pitchford. Yeah. What is your top pot moment? What's the best joint you've ever smoked? What's the best moment you've ever had and you lit a joint to celebrate? Oh, man. What's your top pot moment? <laughs> no, Riley has yeah, to sneeze too. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh my gosh! That was adorable. Oh okay. That's so funny. <laughs> um, I think that the first time I ever smoked weed by myself was sort of a top pop moment for me because. I mean, you guys probably know why. Um, <laughs> it's not a social thing, and the focus is different, and it, you know, um, helps with self-care. Like we were saying mm-hmm. before, and just learning to... That was the beginning of the journey of learning to use cannabis as a tool and not just necessarily a recreational, mm-hmm. you know, product. Mm-hmm. So that was important. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, top pot moment would be buying a jar of weed from a legal store. So cool. That was sweet. Yep. Um, and then... Where did you buy it from? The first legal... The Herbery. Nice. Yeah, nice. for sure. Um, I don't remember where I bought my first weed. You don't? No. See, and I think Main Street Marijuana opened first, but I didn't. Probably I never went to Thurbury when they opened, I think. Mm-hmm. A few months later, yeah. Months later. Um, another top out moment was buying a jar of weed that, like, I don't work on the actual farm. It's out in um, central Washington for Landrace, mm-hmm. the company that I work with. Um, but buying a jar of weed that, like, I helped create the design of the logo for. Mm-hmm. And cool. actually, like, weighed out and put it in the jar and packaged it. Professional it pot this, moment. Like, yeah. You know, the seeing the whole process. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> it's silly, but I do have to go to the store to buy weed, even if it's from... The you know my Your employer yeah yeah <laughs> so um, because of the regulation and the taxes and whatnot um, 
with you are a farm or um, a processor, you can do really limited amounts of samples mm-hmm. um, to, like, for quality control purposes. And so employee samples are very, very limited. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that was a cool yeah. pot moment. Awesome. Definitely. Oh, I really love doing vendor days now. Yeah. They're one of my oh. favorite things. They're so fun. I get fun. to talk to so many people. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I mean, I'm working, but I don't have to bud tend. Uh-huh. And so um, I don't have to do the cash and the, you know, which one of these do you want? I just get to have the conversations with people. And I hear the coolest things sometimes yeah. from people. Um there, one time I met a guy who was a Vietnam um, veteran, and he told me that he started using cannabis in Vietnam um, during the war. Oh wow! And that they would use um, pipes. They would like use the shells from mortars to make bongs. What? Yeah. You know, just and that was so interesting wow. to hear because he said, you know, it's such hard work and it's such depressing work and he said so many of the soldiers he knew that were in his group. Um, you know, they, because cannabis grew wild back there. Yeah. So the first time that they found a field, he said they filled up the Jeep. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just hearing the, That's you know, the so stories cool. from all ends of the earth sort yeah. of thing. Um, I have a friend who lives in a country in the Middle East um, that has really high regulation. Um, and she would never but folks that you know she knows in her community um, where have been um, some you know THC yielding cannabis grows wild and yeah. they'll just go out into the woods kind of like how we go mushroom hunting and they'll go find these plants and they'll just take leaves and rub their hands together and make just tiny little balls of hash oh my and just God. have a little pipe Aww. and just scrape that off of there you know that sort of thing that's so wow. cool yeah, so wow. those sort of things are enjoyable as well. Yeah, that's oh, wow. awesome. That's awesome. Good to hear from all the people. Cannabis just connects us in so many ways. Fascinating. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Tara. Oh, well, yeah. This is such a fun conversation. Thanks for the three... It's, it's probably more than three joints because that cocoa one was like a blunt. Yeah. So two yeah. joints and a blunt. Yeah. You got it, babe. Yeah. Where did you get the cocoa one at? It was a sample. Oh, oh this was your homework. homework. It was my homework sample. Oh. So I'm going to I'm gonna highly encourage Mike to purchase a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. Those very good. Like, they were really good, huh? Yeah. Those are Do good. you agree? I would agree with that. That was nice. It, was a ni- it smoked for a while, so mm-hmm. it was slow burning. Mm-hmm. Burned really well. Tasted good the whole time. Tasted super uh, good. Flight Nine Cocoa Blend by Flight Nine is the company. Interesting. So I yeah into it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, thank you very much for being here. Do you want to tell the people where they can find you online? Oh, um, so. Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, I have like an Instagram for cannabis activism. I suppose is that part of my life. Uh, it's cannabisful living underscore three six zero three six zero. Area code. Um, yeah, or just look me up on Facebook and 
We're Ask Ashleen and Riley. Yeah. We'll get you in touch. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank what you guys so much for having me over and smoking me out and stuff. Oh, oh my gosh. So much Thank fun. you for coming over. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. Yeah. We'll have you back sometime. Thanks. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. That was a great episode with Tara Pitchford. Mrs. <laughs> Tara, Tara Pitchford. Yeah. I love her so much. I love her so much. She's truly, she is like, ugh, goals. Such an goals. inspiration. I feel like she's the Leslie Nope of my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my You God. know? Yeah, that's such a good, yep, yeah. Yeah. Leslie Nope. Tara Pitchford. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for enriching my life. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. We would love to have you back sometime. Yeah, we're going to smoke those strains mm-hmm. in the sa- in the different... We wraps. got something to work on. <laughs> 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 we're going to figure it out and yeah. get back to you guys. It's going to be another fun episode. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, uh, review, and subscribe. At ChronicGals420. On Instagram. On Instagram. And if you want to talk to us, you can email us at, <laughs> at chronicgals at gmail.com. DM on, us on Instagram. Yeah. All sorts of ways. Yeah. Shoot us a voice message on Anchor. Riley still really wants one. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, I mean, if you don't have Anchor, I get that. <laughs> but if you do, hey, why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I think so. (laughs) I think that was great. Yep. Bong rips and pizza chips. 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 Bong rips and pizza chips.